and then you go in like groups of two or more and you basically just spend the whole day in Hershey Park with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah. Where'd they go? <laughs> everyone and welcome to the problems we face podcast my name is bd and today i'm joined by oh do i go now yeah <laughs> i'm izzy okay why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself about me i have two dogs mm-hmm. i just got a hamster named squishy <laughs> i've played field hockey since like what first or second grade mm-hmm. and yeah sums it up yeah that's pretty much it Okay, so today we're going to be talking about, like, mental health and the recruitment process, because Izzy has gone through the recruitment process. Obviously, I have not. <laughs> um, I don't think any team would benefit from recruiting. <laughs> no, no, you're being recruited for lacrosse. Oh, right. Like, we we yep. know this. I'm just the best out there on the field all the time. Anyways, so why don't you talk a little bit about, like, your commitment and where you're going? Yeah, of course. Well, I committed to, like, verbally committed to the University of Delaware, Mm -hmm. um, to play field hockey at the end of September. And the recruiting process, definitely, like, a long, hard, you know, process it takes from, well, you start it at around, like, the eighth grade, like, Mm -hmm. time, and then it goes until, like, you get committed. And basically, you just, like, send emails and and schedules and video of you to these college coaches like at schools that you might want to go to mm-hmm. it's usually like a really big list like 30 schools to start out just so you can figure out like what you really want in your future and then June 15th comes around before your junior year <laughs> and they can talk to you so that's when like it really picks up right June 15th <laughs> June 15th <laughs> so we me and Ava talked about in the last one how we went to Cambridge after my surgery and and June 15th, like, fell during that visit. So just talk about, like, that day for you guys, because it obviously was very different for you guys yeah. than it was for me. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that episode, and I heard you guys make fun of my bike riding, <laughs> which was... I texted you about that after. I was like, I heard what you said. It um, was it was out of love. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got the giant bike, too. So I did. It wasn't your fault. No, I can't ride a bike. I'm horrible at it. But, <laughs> but um, June 15th. So, June 15th, I want to say it was like a week before a trip or maybe like a few days before oh, a trip. Yeah. And so that day itself was like super stressful. Like I remember getting an email a school at literally midnight like that night. And I was like, I didn't think that mm-hmm. it would come like how it did. I thought it would be more like during the day, you know, you get a few calls, but like just like only a few. I didn't think it would be that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But I remember my, like I got the email. I couldn't sleep. I was like yeah. wide awake. And so 12 o'clock comes around. I got this email and my dad like comes in my room. He's like, oh my gosh, look at this. Aww. And it was like really funny. Not funny, but like <laughs> interesting to see. It just made me feel really old. Yeah. And now that my career is like coming to this point where I'm like making decisions about my future, it just didn't feel real like at the time and so throughout the day I was like texting back and forth and like had a few calls and then I ended up practicing with Ava and Coach Weber like later that Mm -hmm. afternoon which was much needed to get out of the house and yeah just get outside but then we went to Cambridge Mm -hmm. and it was like so nice to unplug and step away from like the zooms and the calls and everything and 
I actually got, we were talking about this earlier, I got an email and I had to look through it because it was just like needed to be responded to. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, not sad, but like, <laughs> I wish like, obviously I back didn't to, have to. Back but to the real world. It was just but like. But you were excited, like looking at the facilities and everything. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Like, <laughs> I I love it. Yeah. I'm going there. Or not yeah, going the there. Yeah, the email like, that she got was from University of Delaware. Yeah. And it was like super exciting, but really? it was like definitely a snapback to reality. We're not going to be on this long weekend <laughs> forever. <laughs> but it was like definitely a much needed time to like unplug and right. relax. Yeah. So you mentioned like before we started this about like performance anxiety and how like just the recruitment process is literally like people being judged against one another and like rankings and all that kind of thing. So talk a little bit about like how that affected you yeah. mentally. <laughs> of course. Yeah, definitely recruiting is hard because you're obviously competing against all these different people for like essentially maybe five spots mm-hmm. on a roster and then there's like scholarship money and all of that stuff that comes into play and it's really just down to you believing like in yourself and trusting like all your training and everything you've done but that was definitely something that I struggled with like going to these different clinics and camps and showcases and tournaments throughout what like three years leading up mm-hmm. to now it, they're all like nerve-wracking like you know yeah. that coaches are watching you see them on the sideline like wearing their like wool's logo and you're like oh my gosh I want to go there and then you play not how you want to mm-hmm. and it's really disappointing and it's like yeah. hard for it was hard for me especially after knowing that I made this mistake or I should have done this or that and essentially you just have to like have a short-term memory and <laughs> move yeah, on yeah because it's a game of mistakes like field mm-hmm. hockey there are going to be mistakes and you just have to come back from it but I definitely struggled like going into these tournaments and clinics and camps just with the worry in the back of my mind that I'm not going to perform how I want to Mm -hmm. and that's going to essentially mess up my entire future which was really scary (laughs) so like at the same time there's a lot riding on this like one thing but also like it's one yeah it's like one game in your career right like it's not gonna but also it's probably really hard to like step back and be like it's just one game but when really it's like a lot definitely in the moment it's like Mm -hmm. it feels a lot worse than it actually is Mm -hmm. which I think is something that I've like now learned and I'm like okay you know what just play better like next time try harder Mm -hmm. whatever but especially when it's like a specific I did an IV lead clinic thing Mm -hmm. this summer and it was like the first time since maybe February it was in like August I want to say I did it with Ava Mm -hmm. that I had like actually played against other people because of COVID like I wasn't doing any tournaments or any like club practices Mm -hmm. we had a few club practices but like they were mostly like individual skills and I like didn't play as like I wanted to Mm -hmm. and at the time one of my schools that I was looking at was watching this film from this clinic and I was like really upset with myself because I thought oh my gosh like they're not gonna want me anymore what am I gonna do But then I was like, you know what? It's one clinic. It's Mm -hmm. two days of your life. Yeah. You can, you'll be okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you'll survive. Yeah. Yeah. So So how did COVID and quarantine affect your process? Gosh. (laughs) By a lot. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Because, like, 
obviously that made the college process for seniors last year a lot worse, mm-hmm. but like also recruitment for this year. Yeah, it was def- it still is like impacting it. Even like for me now that I'm committed with mm-hmm. the dead period, which like I can explain in a second. But in the spring, I was like supposed to do all these clinics and just kind of get to know what schools I was really interested in before the summer so that I knew like what camps I should do. They're like overnight camps that you just do at schools and just to get on campus, like look around and they're always super fun. Like you always go or I have always gone with like some friends and have a great time. Yeah. But Obviously, there was nothing in the spring, like Mm -hmm. no tournaments, no clinics. So I still didn't really have an idea of like what I wanted. Like I had a basis. I had a few schools that I was like definitely like on my list, like Delaware and a few others. But I, for the most part, I really didn't know like what my future was going to look like. And so didn't have that and was there were no club practices. So I was pretty much left to like do it by myself Mm -hmm. and that was definitely hard just like finding the motivation to be like I know I can't really see an end to this but I have to practice because when it does end like I don't want to be bad (laughs) yeah you gotta keep up your skill yeah so that was definitely hard especially because like both my parents were still working then Mm -hmm. so like I was just home alone with my sister all day. So like I couldn't really go to a turf. My backyard isn't like (laughs) really suitable for hockey. So it was just like me at home, like either on the carpet or in my garage. And then, you know, eventually I was able to like go to Gilman with Ava and Mm -hmm. like we practiced there like a lot. Like I don't even know. (laughs) I don't want to say once a day, but like you guys were very close to once a day. (laughs) Well, it's also like a nice getaway. Yeah. Because I feel like recruitment in general is like pretty stressful but it was like a getaway from COVID oh for sure it was necessary like I do not know what I would have done without it yeah but it was strange to me that my only like outlet Mm -hmm. was to go play field hockey but that's like like another source of stress yeah because at the time I was like really caught up in all these emails that I had to send out like the week before June 15 blah 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 like you know you (laughs) have to get all your ducks in a row and so but I needed it and it was like such a good escape and I'm so thankful that I did it and Mm -hmm. didn't just like stay practicing at home because this time and then we eventually connected with coach Weber and she came and practiced with us and it was like I could see like the improvement in myself from the beginning to the end Mm -hmm. which was really good and we were also able to like take videos that we would send to coaches and all of that which was turned out to be very helpful because everything was still shut down throughout the summer so like we needed those videos to essentially like that would be our game film mm-hmm. like yes. that we didn't have did you because i know that both you and ava have had like people assisting you in the process did you always have that or did it start in quarantine um well i work with phoebe shout out phoebe like <laughs> love you you're a queen um if anyone needs help, like contact Phoebe Hopkins, like little plug for you. But um, I was working with Phoebe. Oh my gosh. I want to say like, wow, maybe like a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, like from now. Yeah. Or maybe a year. I honestly can't really remember, but it's been a while. Like she has yeah. been helping me for a long, long time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, they can't see me, but I'm putting like quotes around long. Like, I don't know. Kind of a long time. Yeah. But she really just like helped me throughout the entire thing and Mm -hmm. like just kept me calm and helped me keep everything like organized 
um, and do like my footage and put together like highlight film and all of that. So I could not have done it without her. I think that I would have just been so much more stressed and like so yeah. much more overwhelmed because it's really overwhelming. Like yeah. having this long list of things to do mm-hmm. when you don't even know like where to start. Like I had no clue that I would need to send this email, this email, this email, but like make them all different. Yeah. And like, so it's not like generic. Yeah, and mm-hmm. do that for all of these schools. And especially in the beginning of quarantine, like when everything was online, mm-hmm. just being online, like on the computer for that extra time was really difficult for me. Like, it's you know, like, like I get hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, like I get really bad headaches. Like, you know, this yeah. when I'm just like online. <laughs> Another like really good benefit. Yeah. <laughs> like, feel yeah. So like it was just hard for me and I could like see that with like my own mental health like mm-hmm. it just started to suffer and like I would like isolate myself just because I was so overwhelmed yeah there's like too much to do yeah I feel that okay so for the going back for those of us who are not <laughs> recruitment savvy can you explain what a dead period is oh yeah of course <laughs> I mean actually sorry I don't know what you're talking about I'm definitely recruiting <laughs> no you're I mean you don't even need a dead period <laughs> well let's figure out what it is first and then I can evaluate Basically, it's like for the NCAA, they've kind of declared a dead period because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I only know Division One, kind of what it is for Division One now. I'm not really sure about Division Two or Division Three, but they, I can't remember when they declared it. I think they declared it like earlier in the spring or something. But basically, you can't have or you couldn't have any like in-person contact with the coach or like oh. the school. So you couldn't go like have lunch with the coach mm-hmm. and like talk about your thing no like unofficial visits or official visits like none of that can't go on campus unless it's like by yourself like it cannot be affiliated with the coach and like recruiting so usually what you would do in this process is towards the end you'd kind of finalize like your top five or top three or whatever and like you'd go on unofficial visits to like see the school Mm -hmm. you know to meet the players and you have like an unlimited yeah you have an unlimited number of unofficials but you have like i want to say three officials or mm-hmm. five. It's one of those. What's but the difference? Unofficial is basically the school, like, doesn't pay for anything. Oh, I see. Okay. But official is the school pays for, like, food, travel, like, all that stuff. Right. So usually you'd have, like, your unofficials just to see what you wanted. Like, I initially didn't want to commit until I had my visits mm-hmm. because you can't really tell much about a school, like, without that, like, being right. on campus. But basically the NCAA, like, has just kept extending this dead period where you can't do, like, anything on campus. Oh. And so now it's extended until like April 15th. And so I was just talking with Coach Rolf the other day. I mm-hmm. was talking to you about this earlier. And he mentioned that during a weekend in February is when they have like their official visit for all the commits in like the senior class of this year, the 21s. Mm-hmm. And so their official is on Zoom now because that of sucks. the dead period. And, like, I feel so bad, but, like, they've done, like, Delaware has done a great job of, like, keeping everything going online and, like, hopefully planning new things. You still can't get a feel for the campus Mm -hmm. on Zoom. Yeah, but I think I obviously don't know, like, the people that are committed very well, but, like... What do you mean? You don't have, like, a little Facebook group? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But shout out to Noelle and Reese. Like, you guys, they're in my grade. Sweetest, sweetest people ever. But, um... Yeah, really. (laughs) But the people, like, the 21s that are committed, I think they should have all had a visit or, like, something on campus. Oh, prior to COVID? Prior to COVID, 
but I don't nice. like I don't know them yeah. so like I, <laughs> I don't really know well hopefully they had one yeah. before COVID <laughs> um okay I know we kind of talked about this but like what was the hardest thing for you like going through this process like mentally and physically if you want I think those are like maybe some concussions <laughs> yeah yeah I'd say like in my field hockey process definitely like injury has mm-hmm. been a difficult thing for me like I've you really- torn my meniscus like what twice yeah um and I've had like a few concussions but I'd say the injury itself wasn't like the hardest thing it was just getting back from it like not the recovery but just the like mental aspect mm-hmm. of like believing in yourself and trusting that like your previous training is still gonna pull through for you yeah um just because like it's really stressful watching everyone progress and you're just and you're not just on the sidelines. Like, yeah, it's just really difficult uh, to keep yourself like mentally engaged. And mm-hmm. what I would do to try to like help me stay involved and like stay as a part of the team was just like always go to the games. Like when I had my concussion, um, Miss Soros like would fight me on this, <laughs> but I would always try to go to the games and like do the scoreboard or right. the book just to stay like a part of the team because it really sucks when you're just at home and you like get a text, oh we won. Like <laughs> Woo-hoo! like it just you yeah. feel like disconnected from the team. Yeah. But then like recruiting wise like the hardest part was definitely this summer just like being so overwhelmed and being in COVID so essentially just being alone Mm -hmm. and like I know like I wasn't actually like alone in the process I know everyone else was experiencing similar things but at the time like I felt so just like isolated from everyone else and that I didn't really have anyone talk to about Mm -hmm. it because no one was going through the exact same situation of like oh you have this deadline to me but you have to talk to the school and do this it's very personalized experience yeah and so I think just the pressure of being like on your toes all the time and having to answer like all these different questions and Mm -hmm. do all these different things especially like during COVID when you really just want to like be out of the house and like do something like go for a walk, go outside, like, and you have to stay home and just like be on your computer. Yeah. It was really difficult. And I would just like not really say anything to every- anyone and it would mm-hmm. just like build up. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh no, now I'm crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> How'd that happen? But um, yeah, I'm like yeah. really lucky because my parents, like, although we like had a few arguments, like, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> right. But I'm just, like, really lucky that they supported kind of, like, what I wanted to do with mm-hmm. it. And, of course, like, they want me to achieve and, like, be the best person I can be. But they also understood that, like, it was really hard for me to do all of this, like, alone yeah. in a way. Like, I know, again, I said this before, like, I wasn't alone. Like, I had Phoebe. I had Ava. I had Coach Weber. Like, mm-hmm. I had my teammates. But... I mean, it's different. Like, it's, yeah. usually it's, like, an in-person, yeah. like, connection type of thing. Yeah, so that was just, like, difficult for me to come to terms with. And also my parents, like, they... My dad was, like, athletic, <laughs> but my mom, like, wasn't. And she admits it. She's like, oh, I was such a nerd. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so they hadn't, like, gone through it either. And yeah. I'm the oldest, so yeah, I don't like- have an older sibling. And it was just, like first for everything Mm -hmm. and they just 
were like learning with me. We were all learning together. So exciting, I guess. (laughs) Exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have to like explain everything Mm -hmm. to them. What would you say? Or like, how did you, at least from an outside perspective, it seems like this whole process is like very all consuming and like your whole, not life, but like a lot of things center around that. Your recruitment depends on like your schooling mm-hmm. and like your socialize, all that stuff. So how did you like create boundaries or like separate <laughs> that? Yeah. Or like step away from Yeah, I would the definitely process? say like there are just times when you're like, you get an email and you're just like, I'm going to respond tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't be on my computer right now. Like I need a break. Um, So this summer, like especially when that happened, I <laughs> had my permit. So <laughs> (laughs) I would, like, make my dad go on, like, drives with me. (laughs) And we would drive up through Hereford County, which, like, I live close to there, so, like, it wasn't that far. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I would, like, bother him until he would come and, like, agree to go on a drive with me. Mm -hmm. And other times I would just sit down and watch a movie. Yeah. Just, like... Like, mindless activities. Yeah, just different things that don't really require, like, a full... Obviously, driving requires, like, attention. But, like, Just not. don't pay attention. <laughs> but not as, like, focused as you might need to be. And it just, like, gives your mind a break. Mm-hmm. A way to get out of the house, Yeah. Too. Just, especially through COVID, it was nice to get out of the house. So. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody felt that recruitment yeah. process or not. Okay. Going back in time and, like, switching topics a little just because I feel like we've been... <laughs> consumed by this thing earlier mental health and i just i forgot about our experience we had a very interesting experience in ninth or in eighth grade together for the minority i was in class (laughs) so i think it would be funny to like talk about that because that was kind of the beginning yeah of your process and also you were injured at some points during yeah i oh my god what happened to me and mental health you really (laughs) we were going through it um (laughs) okay so yeah just like small background on my eighth grade i know everyone knows like pretty if you've listened to the other ones you know my experiences but i only went to english so it was like 11 it was english class <laughs> it was like 11 15 to 12 or something like that and i would literally like walk in sit down in english like do my english class and leave and izzy and i bought <laughs> yeah through that that experience we were also like having classic middle school friends oh my right? god yeah but um yeah talk about a little bit about your eighth grade experience oh i'd love to <laughs> i mean if you didn't know me in eighth grade congratulations <laughs> like you would not have wanted to you didn't miss anything yeah you didn't miss anything um i had no friends oh, let's just God. leave it at that hey, hey, hey you had one for like 45 yeah minutes. for 45 minutes of the day i had a friend but that was pretty much it but yeah eighth grade i don't know what else to say on that i think that the social aspects of eighth grade are just like hard in general and that definitely affected like your mental health oh yeah and would you say that's like the start of your like mental mental health issues or did you have it before then it was just just, (laughs) she's been here (laughs) uh now that you're putting me on the spot like (laughs) definitely it was before eighth grade but like eighth grade really cemented really like got me i was in my bag like (laughs) to say the least (laughs) oh my gosh but it was definitely a hard time were you like starting the what did recruitment look like then like obviously it was kind of a very abstract thing then but mm-hmm. was it still like something you were starting to think about without a doubt I had been thinking about it for like since I want to say seventh grade mm-hmm. like the beginning of seventh grade but eighth grade was when I kind of like not really picked up but like you thought more seriously like yeah. 
about it. And so did I do any? I honestly don't really remember. It's the concussions, but like, (laughs) but it was just thinking more about just learning about yourself and going to different camps and clinics, like just similar to how you would do in ninth grade. In eighth grade, I saw like, I thought I was, I thought I was so good. I was literally horrible. Um, But hey, eighth grade you is probably still better than BD right now. So I don't know if that means anything, but (laughs) take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. But like, social wise like mental health in eighth grade I was just kind of like at an all-time low of Mm -hmm. just like being alone yeah and I just didn't really feel like I had anyone like I could like confide in like Mm -hmm. your parents I don't know it was different it's like not like some of the stuff you just couldn't really share Mm -hmm. and so oh my gosh (laughs) throw back to Like, you guys out there don't want to say names, but... You really threw a curveball. <laughs> yeah, just not really prepared, but fine. Um, <laughs> not prepared. Yeah. I just, well, also, like, going to an all-girls school, that probably did not help, oh, help yeah. the situation. It was, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, you should have stood up for yourself. Yeah. Like, but now I'm just like, whatever. It's character building. <laughs> it's character building. Like, I became friends with Beatty. Yep. We went through Hershey Park together. It made so. me funny. So. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, so she you mentioned Hershey Park. That was kind of a funny yeah. experience for us. I know that this is, like, not really on the whole recruitment. It's mental health. Topic, but yes, mental health. Okay, so for eighth grade at our school, everybody goes to Hershey Park. Hershey Park. Um, and you, like, go on a school bus, obviously, and then you, like, check in, and then you go in, like, groups of two or more, and you basically just spend the whole day in Hershey Park with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah. Where'd they go? <laughs> But little old cripple me was just, you know, hanging back. I don't really know why I decided to go. Oh my god, I broke my foot in eighth grade. Yeah, Sorry, you I'm looking boot. through my um, mm-hmm. Snapchat memories to like find something. <gasps> she just found a, vid- a picture of me. At- Ew. <laughs> You're so cute. No, I'm just not cripple. <laughs> Look at my hand. <gasps> Anyways, so basically, Izzy was kind enough. To not <laughs> well, they left me. I was alone. No, I think you were walking with me, and then they left. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you didn't leave me in the dust, which honestly you should have. It would have been no. We had fun. We did have fun, and okay. So at Hershey Park, they offer you like a disabled thing. So we like went to the box office, and I was like, "Hey, I can't walk." And they were like, "Sweet, you want to pass?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure." <laughs> That's exactly how it went. <laughs> Who else was like in our group? I feel like it was like Kaylin. It was, and basically. They wanted to give me a wheelchair, and I was like, I refuse. You refused? I refused. Um, so they give you this pass, and it just means that you get to cut all of the lines. It's really like yeah, it was bl- a hacking the system, yeah. and you ended up going on more rides than the yeah. people. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who did she? maybe maybe we were really doing something there yeah that was just kind of a weird trip because like obviously Izzy and I were friends but like it also sucks when people like you get left behind in a way yeah I'm like making her back in her face no I'm like looking through my snapchat memories of that time era and I, they're all with like my field hockey team <laughs> like, <laughs> I say you did have some yeah they just weren't from school <laughs> 
Anyways, <laughs> so switching back to like <laughs> our original conversation. Sorry, guys. I'm Rocky. just not good at this anymore, but it's okay. But anyways, my conversations are very disorganized. <laughs> my so. life is disorganized. Okay, so what advice would you give for somebody like starting the recruitment process or going through that now? Of course. Definitely like looking back, I wish that I believed in myself more mm-hmm. and like didn't really think about what other people would think like in terms of ranking of like the school and ranking of yourself because like they do like rank players and it doesn't mean anything like yeah like it's just based on like what accomplishments you have like you might not have had the same opportunity to like get those accomplishments Mm -hmm. blah 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 so like don't let that stress you out Mm -hmm. I guess just believe in yourself and know that these schools are like looking at you and they're interested in you like for a reason Mm -hmm. and you are like good enough and just like practice makes perfect like just keep working at it because Mm -hmm. in the end you'll be so thankful that you didn't give up like now I like contemplated like I never actually was gonna quit like (laughs) let's be real but I would always say like oh I'm quitting like I can't do the skill or I can't Mm -hmm. like execute this dodge but practicing and just not giving up is something that I would just give to advice to like anyone like believe in yourself Mm -hmm. and don't worry about what other people are gonna say like oh she is like going to an ivy oh she's like going top 10 blah 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 like Mm -hmm. just do what makes like you happy in terms of like where you want to go to school like don't go to school for your parents don't go to school for your like club team don't go to school because like your best friend is going there like that's like do it for yourself the thing we were talking about in the first episode like comparison kills Mm -hmm. and it's true in like all aspects of life but i think especially in like that whole recruitment because you're literally getting oh yeah like like, you're up against other people directly for mm -hmm. like what you can do yeah i know several other people who were looking at like similar schools that i was and Mm -hmm. i was even looking at a school that one of my friends in the grade above us is committed to mm-hmm. and so just everyone is going to be looking like everywhere and you can't restrict yourself based on what other people are doing like you have to do it for yourself and you can't let others kind of dictate what you do with your life because essentially like this is your future yeah so like you can't just sit back and let other people take like control of it like you have to do it and if you don't it's going to be gone like the window of opportunity is not big like yeah there are deadlines that other people People have that coaches have that like other families other players have and so if you don't do it for yourself no one's gonna do it for you yeah like your parents like, aren't gonna send those emails they're not gonna mm-hmm. call the coaches but like, in another sense like do it for yourself like if you don't do what like is gonna make you happy it's just gonna end up with like a terrible college mm-hmm. experience yeah like if I wasn't playing I don't know like what I would do because I think I would be so frustrated <laughs> if I did like call like they have like club sports in mm-hmm. college, so they're not like division one, two, or three. They're just like club level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think I would be so frustrated if I did that because I would just know that I had like all this potential to like go further with it and mm-hmm. I didn't. And I think I would kick myself for that, like for the rest of my life. Yeah, makes sense. Could you ever see yourself? Okay, this is a big question. I don't know if you actually I have two questions. One, would you see yourself like playing field hockey beyond college or is it just like it's for college and like you are coming to accept that like college will be the end of the line if that makes sense like professionally yeah no of course um well there isn't like in the united states there's like the pll lacrosse like Mm -hmm. 
league. And then there's like professional soccer and ice hockey, baseball, football, but there isn't professional field hockey. Mm -hmm. So unless you play for like Team USA or one of the Team USA like developmental teams, there are like adult leagues, but it's nothing like of the same caliber. So the chances of me playing for (laughs) Team USA are not high. (laughs) Hey, 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 believe in yourself. Yeah, they're like, obviously anything could happen, but that isn't it's a lot of people for one team that's not like my career goal Mm -hmm. like i'm like excited and thankful to be able to play for like such a good college team and i'm gonna like put all my effort and everything into that and i'm like accepting that that's probably gonna be the end of it for me like obviously i will want to give back to the sport like yeah could you see yourself like like incorporating field hockey into your life in a different way like when as you get older like coaching or like helping others with the recruitment process yes i could definitely i don't think i could help people with the recruiting <laughs> process I, like i think that would stress me out <laughs> but i could definitely see myself like coaching not being my like actual job but just like yeah. on the side like if when i have kids coaching them yeah um, just like getting them involved in the sport like doing something with the rec council like wherever i live just yeah. giving back to the sport in some way is because it like was such a big part yeah. Of yeah okay and then second my second question is did you have any like very bad experiences was there something that like was said to you that like affected your mental health in ways that like they didn't think it would be or like did you ever struggle with a relationship that you had with? Like, like a bad thing with like a coach yeah yeah so <laughs> well like all of the coaches that i spoke with like angels like honestly mm-hmm. i loved all of them but I, like, heard from my coach that they were going to call me and they were, like, really interested. And I had done a clinic there before and they really liked me. I didn't love the school, like, itself Mm -hmm. or the field, but just because it was, like, far away from the school. But obviously, I didn't really know what I wanted. So I was still going to, like, explore all my options. And essentially, like, they didn't call me and then sent me this like really generic email and I responded I was like oh thank you so much for like your email blah 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 and then they were like okay let's set up a zoom Mm -hmm. and so I send them a date that I'm free and they just like don't respond like they like and the date was like for the next week so yeah I was like okay whatever the date rolls around I'm like texting with Phoebe I'm like Phoebe should I like (laughs) say something um so I email them again and essentially they don't respond and then I get an email two days later they're like sorry we were really busy but it was just like kind of like a not like rude email but just like a dismissive like Uh, like kind of a letdown for like yeah the experience that you thought you were gonna have with them yeah and so it was just so sad because like I loved the coach when I met her like in person when I did that clinic but it was just like a different tone than yeah I was like expecting um not saying like I'm so great they should want me <laughs> but like just I'm the best player ever I <laughs> what I had would... heard like about what they said to my coach yeah wasn't reflected and like their communication with me so then it just didn't add up yeah so and they like didn't apologize for missing our zoom <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, we had settled on a date, too. Like, I, like I'm, like, like, 90% sure. Um, you got stood up. Yeah. But anyways, so I then yeah. responded to, like, their email saying, just, like, text me when you're free. Mm-hmm. I was just like, thank you so much for reaching out. Like, I really appreciate you making this time for me. I just don't really think, like, I is, like, this school is the perfect match. Like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. 
But she was super nice about it. She emailed me back and said, thank you so much for letting us know. Like, good luck. It's like, good luck. You guys are great. (laughs) And that was that. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a good thing that you had gotten so many other, like, more interesting to you offers. Oh, you're hyping me up. (laughs) Well, it's true. Like, that was never your top school. And then, like, you heard from Delaware. And that was, was Delaware your top school? Yeah. It's a good thing it wasn't your top school that said that. Because I feel like that would have been really disappointing. Oh, no. I would have been so sad if it was... (laughs) Um, yeah but it didn't even you didn't even need to worry about it in the end it like it worked out everything going back to the advice this Mm -hmm. would be another thing that like i forgot to say but everything will work yeah like you just have to trust that what is meant to happen will happen and i'm not like a spiritual person like i don't have a religion (laughs) or like anything that but no hate if you have religion. Also, <laughs> like I respect everything. I respect everyone. Um, I'm not trying Don't to be canceled. Me. I'm not trying to be canceled. <laughs> She'll be in her back. She'll be in her Birkin oh, and my Birkin. <laughs> but like, just trust like yourself and trust that everything. Like, if it's not okay, it will be. Like, yeah. Eventually, down the line, like it will work itself out. Because, like, I ended up like at this school that I like, have been thinking about, like, for so long, like, Mm -hmm. and if I, even if I hadn't ended up here, like, I would have ended up at the right place. Yeah. And so, like, will you, like, when you apply to college and, like, to people listening, like, when they, if they choose to apply to college, like, or are being recruited, like, they will get to where they need Need to be. Yeah. And also, like, like, dream schools are such a, like, weird thing. yeah. They're so overrated. Sorry. It's true, because I feel like the idea of something or, like, someone is, like, way more appealing than the actual Mm -hmm. place. And, like, we've obviously, like, before you go to college, you've never truly experienced Mm -hmm. the college. So, yeah, like, you'll end up where you need to be. And also, just, like, you'll learn something from this experience. Mm -hmm. And I think recruitment is, like, I mean, you really got good at, like, applying yourself and like applying to college like or applying just like it'll be good Mm -hmm. a skill set for like jobs and yeah stuff like that and like being disciplined and like getting this done and because you can't I mean I've done this which is horrible like (laughs) don't do this but like respond to your emails don't wait yeah months (laughs) not months maybe like a week or so (laughs) dramatic but still like respond when you see it it's not worth like the added stress of just like thinking about it in the back of your mind yeah and especially like you're going to be doing like college applications to like all your schools um so you verbally committed mm -hmm. but you still applied at the college yes i'm signed my nli which is basically just like national letter of intent um declaring like you will be attending the school and like signing for any scholarship that you have right Shout out and i'll all. be right there with you <laughs> yeah a national <laughs> just kidding yeah. if any schools want to hit me up though <laughs> my skill set includes basic walking and almost running no i can run now oh, oh, she's getting it she kind of looks like a kangaroo though so i look like a chicken honestly <laughs> like let's go on a run together yeah. okay so just to like wrap this up in a summary of like what you want people to take away from this people who are starting this and like i know we talked about your advice but like a quick Mm -hmm. like one sentence or like one word oh gosh um just have confidence Mm -hmm. in yourself and your abilities and also in regards to like mental health you're not alone and like talk to your friends i'm obviously always here and i think also just like 
for those of us who are not getting recruited, <laughs> have courage in yourself, like, through the college application process, too, or, like, anything you do. Like, believing in yourself is, like, a very good – something that's hard to attain, but, like, a really good thing to have yeah. in your mind. And neither of us are experts, so. Oh, absolutely Like, I cried not. during college counseling the other night because I was like, I'm so stressed and I'm not even applying to all these schools. Like, I oh, already know where I'm going. We won't even get into that for me because that stresses me out to the mat. But anyways, all right. On that note. Ciao. Anyway. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Sorry, this was chaotic. I think that's just the energy of this podcast. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? What did we talk about? I don't know. Recruitment. Oh, yeah. And go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, goodbye.